0: Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest Outdoor experts yap about
1: it?
2: This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson and Joey Piper on Seattle Sports. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Bob's Heating and Air
1: Conditioning, Ray Marine and Les Schwab Tires. Welcome to the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station, 710 Seattle Sports app. That's Joey Pyburn, Matt Nelson running the board back there. And on the phone, our long- It's our Robbo. It's, it, it's our It's our long-lost Sergeant Halka, our big toe, okay? The grand exalted Poobah, <laughs> and who won't be coming back working with us this fall because, well, he hates our guts. And who can blame him? Rob Ensley coming <laughs> from southeast Alaska. Good morning, brother. How you doing?
2: Good morning, guys. How you doing? I got myself a fresh cup of coffee. Nice. I followed Tom's directions, and I got up early and got some coffee, got myself going, and, you know. Yeah, put myself together here for the okay. interview, so I'm here, guys. Well, that's, that's and a, I saw the the award that you got this morning, Tom.
3: <laughs> it's, it's a, a major, major award. It's A major award. A major a award. Major, major.
1: Yes, I. Well, you know, I just I thought I'd go ahead and post that on uh, you know on social media. I'm just very so proud of the fact that I've turned my microphone off after a segment two times in a row. We'll be going that's for a three.
2: Major industry achievement. right Well, there. you
1: know, if you can't Congrats, buddy. if you can't wipe your dad's nose, whose nose can you wipe? According to you know, according oh, to Matthews, so there we go. There uh, you go. Well. So where are you at in, in your uh, crustification process of running salmon charter trips for almost three months now? How, how are you holding up?
2: <laughs> well, it's late July. I'm actually kind of progressed to more like late August kind of crustification okay. factor here. Like, we're, we're at about an 8 out of 10 right now, but uh, it, it isn't because the fishing is poor. I mean, it's like, it's white hot right now. The coho fishing up here is just insane. Uh, yesterday, actually the last few days, is completely ballistic coefficient up here we're, we're mooching you know we're cutting up i don't know 10 to 12 dozen herring every morning and just basically just throwing it over the side just take the whole bucket just throw it in the water
4: oh man i that that uh, makes me so happy i love Lord, hearing that robo yesterday,
2: yesterday I, we just had to stop every, everybody just stop just stop everything It's <laughs> was just like oh my gosh we had like one sinker and hooks up in the you know up in the, the rods up in the rocket launchers all tangled up and Another one in the motor. And, you know, I, I talk about this stuff, but but until you really experienced it, uh, you just don't understand the complete chaos. And then there's pinks mixed in. We've we've got just a massive pink run up here right now. Uh, you know, they predicted, I, I think it was 24 million pinks, and I want to say they just doubled it. Oh. And uh, there's a lot of pinks. Man, I'm talking like uh, a lot of pinks. And so hmm. mixed in with all the codes and everything, and you got this massive pinks up there. So it's, it's pretty much... You just throw the bait over the side and you're going to get a bite right now. I mean it it's it's a lot of fun.
3: So, well, that
4: fun. that's what you want, dude. It's like For that sure. chaos, Absolutely. that complete nuts wide mm-hmm. open fishing is I mean, there's like you said, if you haven't done it before, you don't know until yeah. you experience it and when it's that chaotic that you have to just go, "Okay, everybody stop what you're doing. <laughs> we, gotta, yeah. we, gotta, like, <laughs> we got like we got major problems here. We got to fix."
2: <laughs> Yeah, a lot, a lot of fun, and uh, so it's been, it's been a good summer. We had a great King Run, you know. It's just been a great summer um, all around. So we're we're pretty thrilled at this point with what's going on. Got another, uh, I think five weeks left, and then, and then it's hunting season, Tom. So Joe, yeah, excited about that. So, oh
4: yeah, yeah. I'm 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 already, you know, we got we got a little uh, we got a little fishing to do here still, but don't think I'm mm-hmm. not thinking about fall bear, and uh, and then right into Probably yeah. a little bit of high buck hunt, then right into muzzle little elk hunting, mm-hmm. and then right into mule deer, and yeah. then boom, oh, yeah. and
2: then so, lots to do. Yeah, lots to do. The the cool thing, you guys keep sending me pictures of of kind of the mooching scene down your way too, and I'm seeing a lot of fish caught down there in Puget Sound, guys mooching and jigging and kind of doing the hands on drill down there, which which is uh, super cool. It sounds like the king fishing down there has just been fantastic.
4: Well, so, when you have this many excited. kings around, if you're not Gonna take the time to go out there and and rod in hand, mooch a herring or run you know run some jigs. You're doing yourself a disservice because there's enough fish around that you're, you're gonna go out and you're gonna catch them like that, and it's just so much more fun. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and 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 at mm-hmm. some level, you, you want the fish to respond to you, what you're doing, right? So so if you just throw something down on a downrigger and grind around, okay, great. But when you roll up on some fish, you mark them on your sounder. Okay, look, let's throw this to him. Let's throw that to him. And and now you're you you've you've interpreted what you're seeing on your marine electronics. You've tailored your presentation to the prevalent food in the area and the fish respond to it. It's it's a gratifying experience, but dude, it's productive and and we've talked about this for years, Robo. The biggest fish of the year come on slower presentations, generally involving structure and bait. True or false?
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's the way it is up here, and it's always been that way down there too. The mooching thing—if if you can deal with it—I mean, you got dogfish and all kinds of stuff down there, but but it's typically going to catch the bigger fish. Uh, just a lot slower presentation. Um, you know, the gear just isn't whizzing by. You know, when we're trolling, you know, we're typically trolling at two and a half miles an hour, give or take, and the, you know, the stuff's moving along pretty good. And uh, those big fish, they tend to hang around that structure, and they're kind of lazy. You know, they they typically don't want to go racing after some gear. And, uh, man, if you can drop a, a, a well-presented herring on them, man, you got a really good chance of hooking them. And then the key is to not screwing it up once they bite, you know. And you you guys know that as well as I do, that when, when you're mooching, when they get on that herring and they start chewing on it, you do not want to set the hook. In fact, right now, we're just having them eat it. I just tell the guys, hey, just stop altogether for, for just a little, you know, just a little Give bit of a until rod loads up. And then and then reel into them and set the hook. But, man, if you stroke them immediately, you're going to miss them, like, you know, nine and a half times out of ten. Um, and, in fact, sometimes with these coho, you may have to reel into them and drop it two, three, four times to get them to go. And the Kings will do the same thing. You know, they, oh, gosh, you just got bit on the drop. And then you reel, reel, reel. They drop it. And you may have to, you know, pick it up and drop it down two, three, four times before they actually take it. But you, that's the fun part about this. I mean, it's not a given. It's not like trolling where oh, boom, we got one, and you reel it in, and, it, and it's in the box. It's a, it, you know, it's a total game. And what worked on the last fish may not work on this one. So
4: no, and, you it's know, a lot of fun. Earlier in the show, we had on Brandon Mason, uh, you know, from Mountain Sea Q, and and we were kind of talking about that early morning program. On the kelp line, running a cut plug, and he said, yeah, "Yeah, you know, it's kind of kind of a lost art. Guys just don't do it as much mm-hmm. anymore." And and we see that in the sound. You know, it's very troll mm-hmm. centric fishery. If you if you haven't ever cut plug a herring, there's plenty of YouTube videos you can figure out how to do it. Come to one of our seminars, we'll show you. Um, it it's it'll make you a better fisherman, more well rounded fisherman. And like you like Tom said, when you're sitting on on a a piece of water and you're going to do the mooch thing, you have to be watching your your electronics. You're going to see marks. You're going to see bait. It'll help you become a a better, more well-rounded fisherman. Try cut plug heron. Try the jig. Use these other methods to catch fish, and it just makes you a, a better fisherman.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Plus, it's fun. It's fun. I mean, dude. you're holding the rod when it all goes down. It's, yeah, big Yes,
4: so, no doubt. Yeah, uh, so, so that's
2: what's going on here. We're just burning through bait and doing the deal. The weather's just, I mean, it's just spectacular right now. It's like, you know, 50 SPF sunblock weather up here right now. So, yeah, it's good.
1: What's What's been the big king on the dock so far this year, buddy?
2: Uh, I think 55 is the biggest one I've heard of. Nice. Um couple more in the 50s some in the 40s and uh yeah i don't know typical summer there i think the derby big fish on the derby board here is 45 pounds or something but there's been a couple more in the in the low 50s mid 50s that you know they didn't have derby tickets but they're big big kings man you just never know when one of those is gonna climb on up here so so
1: no doubt about it man cool well up. thanks for jumping in with us buddy we uh we look forward to hanging with you this fall what do you well so what do you got what what are your hunting plans? Are, I know you're you're you know, definitely going to do the Montana thing. You're are mm-hmm. you you're going back to Nevada? What else? What else you got going on?
2: Uh yeah, Joe and I have deer and elk tags in in uh, Montana, and I'm actually hoping to maybe get one of those shoulder season cow tags back there as well, maybe later, and then uh, and then uh, hoping also for an elk tag down in New Mexico again. So kind of working on that right now, and then uh, Joe and I also have uh, bear tags up here next spring. So. We'll be doing that next spring, and uh, I don't know. I'm going to get home mid-September and kind of regroup, and probably pull out my bows <laughs> or shooting that. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. Get going. I wouldn't mind uh, maybe hitting the general firearm opener too for uh, for deer, maybe in Washington
4: and And, and May, may and have, have you jump in on season. on that muzzleloader hunt for elk here.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great too. Yep. I'm oh. all I'm all in. I, I'll be hit looking forward to getting my feet on dry ground
1: yeah i'll bet time, dude so. absolutely yeah. bet you will yeah, rob but... rob esley our, our long-lost partner checking in from southeast alaska thanks for your time buddy and good are you running a trip today or you actually got a day off
2: uh today's changeover changeover it's day turnover so we're day uh doing paperwork and everything and then we go grab customers bring into the airport in a little bit get a little time to fix everything that broke on the boat last <laughs> <and then laughs> we we call those we go, mental again. mental got, health days yeah well, I don't know if it's if we call it we call it something else up here. But, <laughs> um, good lord! And man. then uh, yeah, we got six, 16 more smiling faces showing up this afternoon. So Love all that. right, we'll,
1: we'll get number, out there and buddy, catch a bunch drinking. of fish. All right, buddy. We'll yeah. talk to you soon. You yeah. think, thanks again for your time this morning, brother. And, and right. stay in Thank touch, Robbo. Thanks, man. Later, Robbo. Great
2: day. See all,
1: you. Right. all right, coming up next, a critically acclaimed, award-winning Northwest Outdoor Report presented by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning, right here in the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station seven ten. Seattle Sports App.
4: The Northwest Outdoor Report is brought to you by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning. Your family's comfort has been our family's business for over fifty years.
1: Gig Harbor PSA Salmon Derby, August twelfth in the South Sound. It's time to head for the for the Point Defiance Marina for the twenty seventh annual Gig Harbor Summer Salmon Classic. It's five grand of cash on the line with win, place, and show all in the prize money and a choice of cash or prizes for the top ten anglers. Gig Harbor PSA proudly sponsored by our fine friends at BOMAC SMI. Also brought to you by Sportco Gamakatsu. Silver Horde Tackle and Cressy Door. Get your tickets online, gigharborPSA.org. The official Derby scale will close at 2 p.m. Saturday, August 12th, with an award ceremony featuring cash and prizes at Point Defiance Marina on at 4 p.m. Youth prize categories, raffle tickets were also available.
4: Don't don't delay. Hit
1: the gigharborpsa.org
4: today. July 23rd will go down as nothing short of a great month at Chinook and Coho catching off the entire Washington coast. Thirty-two hundred ang- anglers reported nearly a fish per rod with coho making the bulk of the catch in Owako and chinook still the top catch in westport with 4300 anglers boating an amazing 3200 chinook and 2100 coho pushing the average to a season best 1.27 fish per rod chinook retention in westport is now closed on fridays and saturdays to extend the marine area to king fishing into august Marine Area 3, La Push, the north coast, remains solid with 140 anglers boating 100 salmon overall. Nia Bay Marine Area 4 reported 1,100 anglers with 700 chinook and 150 coho for a for a great .8 fish per angler. Remember La Push and Nia Bay anglers still enjoy a two chinook daily limit. Ocean seasons are slated to run through September 30th or as long as the harvest quotas hold out. We'll be keeping a sharp eye on that for you. Season details are listed in the sport fishing rules pamphlet and WDFW.wa.gov.
1: Puget Sound summer crabbing has reached the dog days of summer, but an adjustment is is in order in, in, in the name of weight, bait, depth, and soak times. Make sure your crab pot's pot properly weighted down to avoid traps moving and becoming lost. Leave those turkey legs in the grocery aisle and fish your fresh salmon carcasses you've been, crap, you've been getting or the raised bait pucks. Move your gear deeper as the sun, the sound reaches warmer temperatures, and try to soak your gear through a tide change. Daily limit throughout Puget Sound's five hard shell males measuring a minimum of six and a quarter inches. Puget Sound crabbers are required to record their catch a Dungeness crab on the catch record cards and are reminded to record. From dropping crab gear in trolling lanes in our limited salmon fishery areas.
4: Fall fisheries officially get underway from buoy 10 to West Puget Island on August 1st. Another strong coho run is expected, and the Chinook run size is better than the 22 forecast. The Columbia River Fall Chinook forecast is 545,000 and 890,000 coho. Buoy 10 will be completely selective on both Chinook and Coho with a two fish limit one Coho one Chinook daily bag limit. Buoy 10 through West Puget Island will be open August 1st through September 4th, except closed on both August 21st through the 23rd and August 28th and 29th. The man himself Buzz Ramsey will be joining us next Saturday to run down this amazing amazingly productive Buoy 10 fishery.
1: Master Hunter Program application period now open. WDFW inviting new applicants to join over 1,200 certified Master Hunters across the state. The Master Hunter Program enlists skilled volunteers willing to aid department efforts to support Washingtonians and their wildlife. Master Hunters promote safe, lawful, and ethical hunting and strengthen Washington's hunting heritage. Master Hunters in Washington provide over 15,000 hours on volunteer projects annually. And also assist in hunter education. WDFW also enlists Master Hunters to assist the department in certain human-wildlife conflicts. Applications can be submitted by, until August 15th. For information applications, visit WDFW's Master Hunter page.
4: Mark your calendars and put your teams together and dump the kids' college fund. It's the, <laughs> it's the Waco Tuna Club Invitational Time. Here's your chance to get your bow on the starting line on August 26th for your share of the $100,000 payout. This is the only high-stakes fishing event in the Pacific Northwest, and the Iwako Tuna Club is targeting 30 boat teams to lay the five grand entry fee on the line. There will be payouts for the top five total weight teams, largest albacore, smallest albacore, and pelagic species, Registrations are open through July 31st, and there's a late-entry penalty of $500 for entries between August 1st and August 12th. For for more information, rules, and entry information, hit ilwacotunaclub.com. The Northwest Outdoor Report has been brought to you by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning. Enjoy big savings on all Bryant air conditioners and heat pumps during Bob's preseason AC sale. Call Bob's today. Sale ends first day of summer.
1: ilwacotunaclub.com. What a cool place. hmm It's just the whole scene in Owaco, that whole buoy ten freaking program from Astoria on over. And and uh, you know, a lot of people they they try to make it work in Chinook and it's like hey, come on, man. I mean, is kind of the, kind of kind of where it all happens. You get fresh bait there if you're on for tuna. Just just a cool hang, right? How cool is it? Mark White, president of the Owaco Tuna Club, joining us next here in the Outdoor Line. Saddle Sports Station seven ten, Saddle Sports app. Get in, sit down, hold on, and listen up. You're in the RenaissanceMarineGroup.com's wheelhouse. Brought to you by Weldcraft Duckworth and Northwest Boats. Well, I've had this next guy in the wheelhouse a time or two, and it's always a pleasure, and it's always a learning experience for yours truly. He is Mark White, and he's also president of the Oahu Tuna Club. Good
4: morning, Mark. How'd Good morning. Good
0: morning. How you guys doing?
4: We're doing great, man. It uh, it's, it's not, it's tu- not about it's, us. It's tuna time. It's not about us. It's about you, and
1: it's about Owaco, and it's about Marine Area One, and the tuna and the salmon. So we'll let you go first. I know you made a one tuna run this this week or two.
0: Uh, two. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a, I think I have an addiction. So, yeah,
1: know. we all have uh, issues. Yeah, yeah, well, you, <laughs> you wouldn't be on the show if you didn't. <laughs> no kidding. So, <laughs> right. uh, tell us about your favorite one of your two tuna runs. How far out? What were they chewing on? Did you get them going in in on live bait? Let's hear it.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yesterday, uh, a bunch of club boats actually all went out had a pretty nice ocean, a little lumpy going out. But when, uh, we kind of divided and conquered and, couple of boats landed on them, uh, about 50 miles out wow. and, you know, called the rest of us in and, and it was a great day. Um, several boats, you know, got in the mid forties. Our target number, there was just three of us, uh, was 20 fish. I think we got 20 or 21. Uh, so I was pretty happy about that. We didn't try to do any conversion to live bait. Uh, I actually had a live bait tank issue yesterday and, which was unfortunate, but uh, the other boats around us probably caught, uh, you know, half to two-thirds of their fish on live bait. Uh, in fact, one of our club members uh, said that was probably the most aggressive live bait bite he's been in on in years. Wow, so that's awesome.
4: That's
1: great it to hear. It's so much fun, dude. I, I oh, mean, yeah. we, we've it's, we've kind of fishing in Christmas is what you call it. I mean, you you get your anchovy, and they're boiling around the boat, and you swim it down there. And you'll you'll just see him take off for it, and for the next two and a half three hours, you're playing fish the whole freaking time until Tobet goes stop, stop it, stop. Yeah. And yeah. It's like no, but I don't want to stop. Yeah. Well, and ha- you know yeah.
4: th- this this early time is when you know having the the tuna club and and having yeah. this network of guys Dude. because nobody knows exactly where the tuna are. You know, you make those first few right. runs, and you get out on the grounds, and somebody's going to land on them. And then to be able to call everybody in and and, and make sure everybody gets their fish, it, that's just such a cool thing.
0: Well, there's not many times that fishing is a team sport, and uh, this tuna fishing out there, uh, and, and in particular for our club members, but even non club members, guys we've known, you know, we're 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 sharing the intel and and making sure that that's a lot of time and money. Uh, we want to make sure everybody's out there have finding the fish if we can if we can share that knowledge that that's. That's kind of the goal of the club. So. Well,
1: so tell us about the club. You know, you guys got your start back in back in 2002, or is it 2012? 2002. No, I was 12. Yeah, you know, 2012. And then, 2012, so yeah. what is it? Well, tell us about the facility. Tell us about how it got started. Give, give us a rundown on the Owaka Tuna Club, President Mark White.
0: Sure. Uh, yeah, so uh, back in 2012, there were just a handful of guys. I wasn't part of it then. Uh, kind of got together. They were passionate about tuna fishing, saw them, this need for, you know, some guys to uh, uh, and gals to be able to share intel, share information, share knowledge, uh, you know, tips and tricks and whatnot. Um, so they formed the Iwako Tuna Club uh, right here in down right on the waterfront in Iwako. And uh, it's just kind of grown. We're at 100 members, 101 members now. Um, and I actually added it up we were in a phase where we only had like 25, 30 boats with, we've had some members fall out and some new ones come in. And I think we're at almost 50 boats for the hundred members. That's wow. a pretty impressive yeah. fleet. Right. Um, so, uh, and now we, you know, we were sharing space with uh, one of the, uh, commercial, um, tutters, uh, and fish processors down here. They've moved to a new building. So now we have that whole area uh, of the club that includes fish processing area, uh, cutting tables. We just bought a commercial chamber sealer. We got walk-in freezer and coolers. I mean, it's it's Set I mean a real benefit. So yeah, yeah, it's it's good.
4: Yeah, because that's the other thing. You know, when you go out and you put twenty-one tuna in the boat, that's a lot of processing fish, that's and you want to make sure that you you know getting things vacuum-packed and frozen and put away quickly is is kind of key
0: right yeah no and that's the key right is it's it's we want good quality table fare we don't go put this time and money into it to come back with a bunch of cat food so yeah
1: exactly and just fresh tuna too is just absolutely amazing taking care of it's a big key The Ilwako Tuna Club Invitational. Here we go. Okay, You've you've announced it. You've got a few entries so far. This year it's kind of going to be a little bit earlier than it's been in years past with the actual tournament day being on August 26th. But the tuna are here now. $100,000 payout. This is a high-stakes drill. What else do we need to know about this, Mark White?
0: Yeah, so we've got uh, it's to the Tuakotuna Club Invitational, August 26th, like you said. Um, we, and we choose the dates based on the Columbia River Bar crossing uh, the tides, and that's why the date kind of fluctuates back and forth. Uh, but uh, right now, we, you know, our target is always to have about 30 boats. If we can get up to 35, that's great. We try to, we do the event uh, at the club, uh, and that allows for about 300 people uh, there. Uh, Right now, I think we're at 27 boats that are signed up and in it. Um, and, yeah, it's $5,000 entry fee. You're, you're, you're entered into all of the side pots, big fish, small fish, pelagic. Um, and then uh, first through fifth place, uh, we pay out. Last year, like you said, the, we actually, with the amount of boats we had, I think total payout ended up being like $120,000 uh and and the boat that took first place also had the biggest fish they ended up with 52 g so, wow yeah, yeah, that's they, that, that'll they,
4: pay for
1: some fuel. That'll pay for some bar tabs. <laughs> that's <laughs> all, right. the that's right. so all goes to liquids, one way or another. No question about it. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a fun deal. That, that, that definitely puts uh, definitely puts a little spice out there when, when you're talking about that kind of money. But uh, well, obviously, the other reason to be down your neck of the woods, down down in Iwaco in, in August, is our beloved buoy Ten fishery that gets underway on Tuesday the first. Um, what's, what are you hearing? What's, what's going on, uh, just over the bar on the salmon front, uh, in marine area one.
0: So Marine, it's been kind of a weird year for coho yeah, out there. That's what I'm uh, it, yeah. It's, it's, well, the last few days, you know, between buoy three and one just on the north side of the uh, Columbia river entrance there has just been lights out fishing for coho and a few chinook in the mix. Um, yesterday it was good early and then it just kind of petered out the fishers super scattered um there's a lot of bait that's a good Mm -hmm. thing there's birds like we came in last night from tuna fishing there were birds crashing all over uh on the bar so plenty of food which is a great thing um but the fish are definitely super scattered uh some days it's go out get them quick other days you kind of grind away on it um again having people to call and and reach out to and know where the fish are is is has been a big help um, and unfortunately for me, uh, one of our club members, John Kaiser, Salt Patrol, he he got me onto the stupid downrigger game. And I'm going to call it that because down here we typically don't need to fish downriggers because these kings are all coming close to the beach and we can catch them in 30, 40 feet of water right on the sand. And that hasn't materialized really that great this year. And that 300, 350 feet of water downrigger game, uh, he was doing well. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. And he kinda gave me the, uh, the, the little tutorial on doing it and... The deepwater king has been really good out well, there. Well,
1: and then you you almost get to the point out there off the coast where you can find a band of urbs, and you can work on oh, those, yeah. and you can find a yep. band of you know. So you you kind of want to stay away from the toolies, but you kind of want those big deep urbs. And 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 I I think you and I are of the same mind that I I think we're gonna see we're we're gonna see some fifty pound kings come either from over the bar or just within the bar this year.
0: Yeah, no, there's definitely a possibility of that. You know, we've, we've been getting a few in the mid-20s. Uh, I saw, I, I didn't see it on a scale, but I saw a picture of a 42-pounder. I think it was caught out of Westport. And from the picture, uh, I wouldn't challenge it. Most of the time, guys show a picture of a, a thirty pounder, and you're like, yeah, that's probably twenty two. You know.
1: Well, yeah, I know. There's well, there's <laughs> Ty E's, and then there's right. <laughs> and Joe
4: E's, right? Hey, yeah, Joe, what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> you gotta come on. I gotta throw them under the bus every now and then, don't Jeez. I? All right, Mark. What are we missing? What what else? What else should
4: we be talking about? We got the Awaco Tuna Club Classic. That's going to kick out uh, what, the twenty sixth. What about live bait? Is there is there live bait down there in Owaco right now?
0: Yep. We have live bait last year. We didn't have live bait yep. until actually into September, right? We, our tournament was Labor Day weekend and we did not have live bait. To mm-hmm. Um, this year he was, the salinity is great. The baits here, uh, really good and perfect size anchovies, you know, in that five to six inch range. Nice. Great for collaring and sending down and feeding the tuna with, um, so yeah, live bait's not a problem. They're open at five o'clock, uh, every morning. Um, yeah, no, it's get out here and get fishing because All the tuna are here, the salmon are here.
4: And, well, it,
1: and it won't be long, and we'll be down there. you're headed to England Marine Supply this morning for a new live bait pump.
0: I'm hoping it's just a, <laughs> the pump was working, but I think it's a strainer. I'm going with the oh, strainer. I'm going to okay. go troubleshoot that first.
1: So. All right, well, good luck. Anybody with a boat? has boat work to do yeah that's right they'll take everything you throw at you got that mark (laughs) white itc hope to see you hope to see you down there too soon dude i hope we can bend a rod together again this summer thanks a lot mark that was good let me know when you get down there all right mark thanks so much buddy we'll talk to you soon all right coming up next critically excuse me no it's the hottest report we heard all week and the techniques you need to succeed it's raw robinson rvs really where and it's next here in the outdoor line Seattle sports station 710 Seattle sports app
2: no way Really?
0: Where? He's going back from the island of sending the lady. Where'd
2: you get him, man?
3: No way. You, you, you gotta tell me. I, I, I'm not gonna tell anybody. Ocean, journey,
2: red. Hey, man. Can you tell me where you got him?
3: I'll never put on a nice jacket again.
2: Welcome to
4: RoyRobinsonRV.com's... Really? really? Where? 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 RoyRobinsonRV.com will take you anywhere. Really?
1: It's time to step up to the number one Winnebago dealer in the entire Pacific Northwest, the all-new row Robinson RV Center at Smoky Point. You're going to find a complete lineup. Class A's, Class B's, Super C's, Travel Trailers, Fifth Rulers, toilers, Pop-Ups, Campers, and so much more. Uh, also, it's good to know how much you can tow. Check out the interactive RV shopping tool, row Robinson
4: RV, com. All right, Joey, what do you got, buddy? Man, the coast has yeah. just been on fire. I mean, we talked about what, what they did out there in uh, in Westport um, you know, had, to back it, it had to, to back it off a little bit, but still just great fishing. We just had Mark White on checking in from Milwaukee. Sounds like the the cohort starting to push in now. It makes sense that those fish are a little bit scattered just because there's so much bait. They can kind of be anywhere they want without to. Without question. Um, look, we, you know, both my uncles, all our buddies <laughs> right now, you know, after, uh, the closure in area nine, they are up in seven. Yep. One more day, is, in Chinook and seven. You know, yep. the guys who know Area Seven are up there getting some really quality Chinook, you know, seeing fish in the, that high teen, mid 20 range um take advantage man this is the last day up there before we we get shut down till august 1st when it reopens for yep. pinks and coho. you know, and, and so now we're kind of we're kind of
1: looking for those opportunities and one of them's in marine area 10 and our good buddy ray gombiski
4: coming at us live and on the water this morning good morning ray how you doing well i'm doing okay what's what's shaking down there what's what's uh marine area 10 looking like this morning
3: well, we decided to stay up on the north end and fish the boundary of uh, yep. Kingston, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, trying to get first shot at those. Uh, we released a little black mouth this morning and missed another one, but it hasn't really taken off yet. We're waiting for the tide.
1: Yeah, that's the tide. That's going to be a tide change show, and, and that that as soon as that ebb kind of slows down and stops, but that's kind of in mind. My, my mind's eye. That's kind of my thinking too, Ray, because once those tur- those fish that you know you typically get from. From no point to pilot point to lawn and all that stuff, they'll just kind of keep working down that shoreline. I bet, I bet you stick to your guns, you're going to end up with uh, end up with more than more than one decent schnook in a box in Area Ten. And uh, you know, uh, you've also you've also got a good number of pinks and co heading down that way too. But one of the reasons we want you on this morning, of course, Ray Gombiski, James G Murphy, you have just announced a, the the complete liquidation of surplus arms and ammo. Man, I tell you what, you've got your hands
4: full on a whole
1: lot of firearms.
4: It's a, this is handgun heavy. I mean, <laughs> if you're looking for a new handgun, they have anything and everything you could possibly need. So this, yeah,
3: it's a pretty solid uh, solid auction down there. Um, you know, for the guys that, that like to shoot the handguns for sport, there's, there's a lot to choose from in that regard. Uh, there are some long guns. We're still in the process of, of getting them allotted, so don't think there isn't a few sleepers coming down. Um, The auction opens on Wednesday, so our our supervisor down there, Nick, uh, he's going through that, and he tells me that there are thousands of boxes of ammunition (laughs) of all different calibers, Mm. so... Well, kind uh, of more to come. Watch murphyauction.com for a little more information on that.
1: Everything from seventeen to fifty caliber that 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 just about covers everything anybody would ever need. And yeah,
3: uh, he just found a whole bunch of two twenty
4: three. Oh nice. Okay. there we go. Well, and okay. then just tons of accessories. Um, if you're looking for you know a new gun bag or or you know lots of cool little cases for your pistols, or your your rifles, there's just a ton of stuff. So that that kicks uh, yeah. off
1: that kicks off August second, okay. So that's the liquidation of, of surplus arms And But then the next day, August third, this is a heavy equipment drill that I haven't seen in a long time, dude. You got forklifts, Mack Kenworth International dumps, heavy duty trailers, crew cabs, SUVs, and you kind of got a, a little auction um, mascot. You got a 1970 VW Beetle that's going up too. But 34 excavators, factor trucks, the whole bit. Is this and this is all on your Marysville lot.
3: Yeah, our new facility up in Marysville, um, kind of lends itself to some some more gear than we used to have in Kenmore and um, you know, we've got got like you said some really good stuff. Most notably, we've got a a brand new trommel screen in there with like 200 hours on it that is gorgeous. Uh, mm-hmm. So the guys in the dirt world will, will like to get their eyes on that. And we always have a little bit for for everybody in there, um, from hand tools all the way to You know, vehicles or trailers,
4: once in a while, we even have a little boat in there. Yeah, you do. And if you go go way back, way deep, uh, there's a Yamaha TW200. So if you're looking for a a cool trail bike for some of you hunters, those things are awesome. Yeah, no doubt about it. Ray,
1: go catch a fish, buddy, and uh, we'll be be keeping our eyes glued to murphyauction.com because, you know, I, I know you guys like to slip some stuff in there, and this all starts next week.
3: All right guys, thanks for calling. Have a great afternoon. Good
1: luck thanks, out Ray. there, dude. Talk to you soon, buddy. Yeah, yep. um but that's that's kind of a salty program he's got going there because you got if you guys are area 9 guys and you want to stick to that the peninsula side over there and and it and we've had seasons where that shoreline between no point and and pilot point and egglon
4: absolutely just were we just it was hammer time in there. And it, it that can be kind of like we we went out last Saturday after the show uh we had the dory monson yeah the giveaway the, the, the treehouse auction yes. trip um you know so we got a late star we obviously we're not going to run to possession at that point we stuck to or to mid channel yeah, i'm sorry yeah. we stuck to possession and it's a plug it's a plug show and that's probably <laughs> what's going to happen down there in area 10 too it's going to be more of a plug show i can't do it I'm not good at it. I don't have confidence. You you ran the plug, and we got him. Um, so think about that, guys. It, it, there's so much bait down there. You got to get that plug down on top of the bait, or what What Gary Krein and those guys were doing is they're getting it into the bait – but don't get near the bottom. If you get near the bottom, you're going to catch rockfish yeah, and yeah. dogfish and all well, kinds of. And and then what happens is you're you're going to get a, a little flounder
1: on that plug, and then a dogfish is going to come and grab on, and then you end up you know with a dogfish. On yeah. It. So so but but so my I'm telling you with with area area nine still open for pinks and and, and coho that's going to be your go to and and with. Them being that thick right now at CQ and rolling on in, and the San Juans too. I mean, we're hearing
4: about acres of pinks on the west side right now, too. Tons of them. Yeah. Tons of them. I mean, you know, my my buddies went out there yesterday thinking they're going to go out there and try to fish for Chinook, and they couldn't get, they just couldn't get their gear down. They finally just pulled up gear. They kept a couple pinks, but you saw them, they're beautiful. And then they moved inside. And Less pinks inside the islands right now, but they're still they're starting to encounter them, which is a bummer because you, in your mind's eye you're thinking, okay, if I get this, if I get just a
1: drag at pile point yeah. all by myself, you know, and, and you're fishing big baits right there, but you just you can't get you can't get past the pinks to to make that a reasonable opportunity. So now, if if we're talking Puget Sound coho fundamentals, we have been working structure structure balls close to this balls close to that right. Um, you need to get out in the shipping lanes and you need get out to re- deep. really pay attention to
4: surface activity, really pay attention to the birds. Obviously the birds are going to tell you where
1: the bait is, Joey.
4: Well, and, and last year we, we got a moochin' doing that exact, that same thing. And it, it seems weird to be out there in the middle where there's no structure or anything, but those fish are out there working, working elevated midwater bait balls. And, um, yeah, y- you, you want to get away from the structure, get out, you know, those fish are going to be starting to flood in they're going to push in in those shipping lanes moving on the tides and uh and get on the mooch program so you now you, you now you could listen you can troll 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 yeah, and yeah. once but once you find them stop Really? cuz once you bingo. find them and you and they're biters then you can just sit on top of them, and some days are going to be like that. Yep. So
1: some days are going to be locate them with with which is what we always try to do with with
4: with chinook is get off the downriggers once we find them and go vertical on hunt, right hunt for fish yes. with the downriggers yep and once you find them. Then try to stay on top of them and, and just and, just get get right. But that's why to have an ultralight rod on the boat,
1: already rigged up with a, with a little tiny buzz bomb, and just toss it out to the side, mm-hmm. throw it in a rod holder. It, if you're busy with something else, and just let it let it flutter on down, and just watch how often that thing gets buried because coho will eat those pink buzz bombs like a pink will too. But, yeah. but now we're coming into this time where you know Humpy Hollow is going to come alive and in, in, in Marine Area Eight Two inside of possession, all that kind of stuff. It's with four million of them coming into the sound, dude. It, it it's going to absolutely power some white hot open bites and people that haven't been able to fish for a while, but you know are, are going to get out there too. I mean, you're
4: going to see everything. We're going to have Eight One and Eight Two in play. Bingo. I Bingo. mean, we're yeah. going to be wide open and and everybody listen, guys. We can spread out. We can. We can spread out we a little bit. Don't have to be bit. on top of each other. What you need to be on top of
1: is the Navionics app on your phone. Okay, the Navionics app is it turns your phone into a chart plotter, but also a really complete tide book and current reference. And and we need to know when these currents are starting and stopping in different places of Puget Sound because you can kind of take an educated guess on where the most profound rips are going to be. And the ripped currents in Puget Sound will congregate bait. They'll also congregate debris, but they'll congregate birds. But it is that interaction of the of the ebbing tide and the flooding tide coming together. And for some reason, it's just like it strains and filters and can congregates all this bait and and so and and all these brine shrimp, which are going to pull bait species in there, which in turn are going to pull big coho in there, and that's what we need to work on. And that's why I mean surface disturbances, but you but
4: you know rips and birds, and rips the, and birds more than more than structure. And, and that Navionics app is so accurate; we use it so much that you know we pinpoint exactly where we're at, and it will it'll show you. Okay, well you're at the bottom of the low, and you're just starting to to just starting to push, and it allows you to really make um, a, a very smart, educated decision about your next move. Because
1: the, the, the part of that information, that tidal information that is lost is like, well, it's high tide at noon. That means the current's going to stop. No, it doesn't. No, You know, <laughs> the, you know it, what was so cool? The stand of the tide and the, and the current changes
4: are completely different. Depending on where you are in the sound. Sometimes they're the same, but most of the times they're not. What was cool to to see yesterday was we were on mid-channel. We were dragging north with the ebb, and you said, hey, it's time to go. And we were late, actually. And we got over there late. It was almost already pushing Mm -hmm. in around Point Wilson. And then when that was pushing too hard, we bounced back out and it was still ebbing yeah. at mid channel right. so you got to think about that just a quarter mile away here it's pushing it takes so it takes a while to actually flip it right so you you you, you think oh it's low tide well yeah. no it's it's going to still ebb you, for an hour you
1: you can't in your in your human mind conceive of that volume of water that is Admiralty Inlet turning the corner at Point Wilson, that it all stops at once and it all goes. The other? No, dude. No, there are current layers, and the surface current gives you one indication, but but we we know that there's layered current because when when you have a, a 45 degree downrigger wire angle and you just touched bottom with a really similar amount of wire that that, that corresponds to the depth. So your wire isn't going straight down, dude. It's like there's a, there's a wrinkle in it because there's a there's a counter current, side current, there's current, there's a contrasting layers of current in Puget Sound. And, and it's and, and that's but that's the, the endless challenge of it, too, is, is trying to try you know
4: trying to visualize it and and make a presentation that's going to be effective in that particular And Don't set you of think currents. that's why in Puget Sound we have these like um these fisheries like Mid-Channel where you have this amazing current and it just the fish push in there, yeah. and and you have this break on the inside, mm-hmm. for, you know, as it shallows up on the bar, and and it just becomes a great place for those fish to to hunt and and yeah. feed on on those candlefish that are down there. That's, now that's... He, he, look, dude <laughs> i i I want to come in here next week, and I want to continue talking about fishing in Marine Area Seven. And Marine Area Nine for Chinook, I want it to yeah. I last. Longer, I want you it know? to last
1: longer, and, and and we need to and we need to keep pressure up in WDFW because what's going on now with our with our salmon management is 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 a difficult pill to swallow. So so, uh, look forward to getting up and and meeting our new friend Mick Heath up at Fin Bay Lodge. We're taking off Monday morning to go do that. Uh, so we'll be and, and Mick's going to join us. Buzz Ramsey's going to join us next week too. We'll have Art Tatchel on. And um and and uh, don't, don't worry, we'll we'll be we'll be all dialed into what's going on here locally. Matt'll have the podcast up on my and also on the outdoor soon. Give Joey a follow at Joey Pyburn on Instagram, at Facebook Twitter or, excuse me, at the Outdoor Line on Facebook Twitter or on Instagram for Matt Nelson running the board back there for Joey Pyburn. I'm Tom Nelson. This has been the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station seven ten, Seattle Sports app.